0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. This celebrated youth, youth day, over the weekend, right? I hope you felt youthful, (laughs) or you are youthful. (laughs) Glory to God. Good to see you on this winter morning. Nice and fresh, right? Amen. Glory, glory. Amen. <laughs> Crisp. Yeah. Father, we thank you for the weather. <laughs> we well, Thank you. We appreciate you for today. We appreciate you for being our father. Amen. It's really an honor and a privilege. Amen. For us to have you as our father. Amen. We thank you this morning. We bless you O oh God. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Good good. Um, I'm going to share the word of God this morning. Building up from what we shared last week (coughs) but I want to title this message it's the father's prerogative okay say it's the father's prerogative yeah he is the one he decides Malibu welcome (laughs) yeah by the way we have a A new father. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Yeah. So it's the father's prerogative. He decides. He chooses. You cannot advise him. Or is there anyone who is able to advise the father? Tell him who to choose. Tell him how to choose. Huh? Tell him who to use. No. Tell him who to speak through. No. Who to anoint. No. Who to bless. No. It's his prerogative. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Tell someone it's his, it's his prerogative. So if he blesses, me, if he blesses me, just with me, just celebrate with me. Don't be a hater. Yes? I am so happy that God does not need to consult anyone before he blesses you. Amen. He doesn't need anybody's opinion. Yes? He decides what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Who to use. If he decides to speak through a donkey, what's your problem? It's his prerogative. If he decides to use a stone, it's his prerogative. That's it. And sometimes we don't think deep enough... concerning these matters. And that's why we just take it upon ourselves to try to advise God. And how to deal with people. (laughs) You can't. You're not there. You're just a speck of dust. Alright? Imagine dust trying to advise you. I mean, as you are, as as big as you are. And then, just a speck of dust is trying to tell you what to do with your life. What to do with your family. Huh? Isn't that going to be weird? Really weird. Imagine you just step out and then the dust starts talking to you. (laughs) That's how it is when we try to advise him. When we say, oh, you should have, why should you? Why did you do this? You should have done it like that. Come on. Don't take too much on yourself. Yes? Don't take too much on yourself. You don't have what it takes to run the universe. (laughs) I mean, you've messed up your life enough not to talk of the universe. (laughs) Ah, Think about some of the dumb decisions we've made and how we're battling just to correct it. you want to run the universe? Oh my God, that must be a very small universe. (laughs) Yeah. So the Father does not think the way we think. He does not see things the way we see them. He does not feel the way we feel. He says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts from your thoughts and my ways from your ways. So accept that. You're not that high. Okay? It's, it's fine. Tell someone, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. In fact, the, f- the fact that he is the one in charge should give you confidence. It should give you peace. Peace. It should make you secure. Do you understand me? Yeah, I don't understand everything. I don't know everything. I just know a few things. But I know He knows everything. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows how we're going to end up. He knows how we're going to reach every household in this city. He knows. He knows where the resources will come from. Do you understand? He know, he's got it all figured out. The delays are just to form our character. The delays are just to help us to grow. Waiting for us to catch up. Some of us are so impatient that God is too slow, too behind. By the time you get to the end, you discover that he was there before you were born. He's alpha and omega. Omega. Beginning and end. That's it. Concerning any matter, He has the final say. He's the beginning and he's the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Come on. So, he, the word Father simply means origin, source. So, we all came out of him and we'll all end up in him. Amazing. But that's it, it's his prerogative. So how do we begin this? Let's look at how the Father led Jesus to choose some of these people. Some of his close friends. His disciples. His twelve. Jesus had many disciples, but he had to choose some. Let's look at Luke. Let's start from Luke chapter 6. St. Luke's Gospel chapter 6. And we read from verse 12. It says, And it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to who? To God. That's the Father. To the Father. All right? All right? He continued all night in prayer. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself. And from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles. So there were many disciples. But what happens? He spends time with the Father. He spends the night with the Father. He goes before the Father and is like, Father, it's not my choice. It is your choice. It's not my prerogative. It is yours. Okay? I have all these disciples that are following me. They're following my teaching. They've been responding to, to the message. And I know you brought all of them. Because... He says no one can come to him except the Father draws him. Do you understand? So it's the Father's prerogative. So he draws the people. And then Jesus does not assume that, oh, well, um, okay, let me see. This guy, you, you look smart. Okay, you, you look well connected. And you, you are a good speaker. You'll be the spokesperson. You know, my media um, spokesperson. You will face the media for me. You will be my treasurer. You. No, 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 no. He didn't decide all of that. All of that was decided by the Father. So he, he, he spent the night. The Bible says. Praying to God and we can we can tell that this had to do with choosing them because if you turn your bible if you turn your bible to the book of um, john let's look at saint john's gospel john chapter 17 where he was praying the real lord's prayer In John chapter 17, verse 12. He says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Now, when you read, if you read from verse 6, you see there, this is where Jesus begins the prayer. In fact, let's read from, from there so that, Uh, You get the context. It says, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They are yours and you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Notice that. He's talking, who is he talking about? The disciples, the twelve. Right? He's talking about the disciples. Maybe... Maybe not just the twelve, but now we can see as you... I mean, oh, he has more disciples. That's just what I'm trying to say. He had more disciples, but then there are twelve that were selected to become apostles. Twelve. And whom was it that gave them to Jesus? Is the Father. All right? He says, the men whom you have given me out of the world... The the Father brought them out of the world. And the Father helped Jesus to identify them. Come on. May the Father help you to identify some people. If you will learn to trust his judgment more, maybe you will be smarter. Yes? Okay. Okay. He says, now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. So even all that Jesus had, all the power, all the glory, he says, they are from him. He says, they have known now that everything that I have is from you. Have you? This is the son of God. This is... The living word himself. This is the eternal word without whom the world was not made. According to John chapter 1 verse 1. In him was the, um, uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. This is the word talking. And yet he's saying that everything that I have is from you. Now, the question is this, what is it that you have that you did not receive? Hmm? Whose prerogative is it? Who decided that you would be male? Who decided that you would be female? Was it your choice? Or was it his choice? Come on. Who decided that you'll be born in the family that you were born? It's his prerogative. You didn't decide. Who decided that you should be as handsome as you look? Who decided? Who decided that you should have you know, those beautiful eyes. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. So don't go and meet your parents and say, you didn't do a good job. <laughs> huh? you, should have, you should have done it like this. No, no, no. They did not decide that. <laughs> it's his prerogative. The Father decided. So he decided who the apostles of the Lamb should be. You see, when you study the Bible, there are different types of apostles. Not all apostles are the same. Nowadays, everyone is an apostle. Yes? Even people that don't know anything about church are apostles. God bless their heart. <coughs> Apostles. But there is, these guys that Jesus, that the Father gave Jesus, there's nobody in human history that can take their place. Nobody. What do I mean? These are the ones that followed Jesus. How many other apostles do you know that followed him physically? We can have apostles today, but they can never have that opportunity to have followed him physically. (laughs) It's the Father's prerogative. Yeah? He chose that they would follow him. He is the one that chose how they were going to die. He decided, Peter, you're going to be crucified. This is your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) By the time I finish with you, you're perfect. It's okay. James and John, sons of thunder... The ones that asked Jesus to call down fire on the Samaritans. Mm -hmm. You're going to drink the same cup Jesus drank. Yeah, you want to sit one on the right, one on the left, right? (laughs) (laughs) But the point is this the point is this the apostles of the Lamb. They are a group of apostles that they are the ones that the New Jerusalem is founded on. They form the foundation of the New Jerusalem. If you read the book of Revelation, there's no other apostle that can fit into that place. Once the foundation is laid, can you now come and enter? you, you, You can't. Not that. So there are different types of apostles. Those are the Highest-ranking apostles. The highest. The ones that laid the foundation. But it's the Father that chose them. Every single one of them was destined for greatness. Just like you have been chosen for some things as well. Yeah. Yeah. You have been chosen for some things. That's why you need to always pray for His will to be done rather than praying things that you don't even know anything about. Yeah. Jesus told us, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You need to pray more for the will of the Father than for your will. Because his will is better than your will. Amen. In case you didn't know, his will is better than yours. Yeah, because you don't even know that you should make certain decisions that will affect tomorrow. You, you, you don't even know that you should take certain steps today because of how they will impact tomorrow. But he knows all of that. Amen. Amen. He knows all of that. And that's why you must pray for his will. If there's any prayer I pray so much, it's for this for his kingdom and for his will. Mm -hmm. These two, I'm sorted. Every other thing will fall into place. All right. So. Jesus is, in this prayer, giving an account to the Father. He's telling the Father, I've given them. I mean, the ones that you have given to me. This is what I have done with them. And then if we skip um, to verse 12, he says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Jesus was passionate about the Father. And you can see that he was actually revealing the heart of the Father. And my prayer is that we will see the heart of the Father. We will see that he loves us. He knows us more than we know ourselves. And his plans for us are plans of good and not of evil. Okay? Irrespective of your situation your circumstance, I have news for you. Your future is so bright. You need sunglasses. Yeah. I have kept them in your name. Those you gave me I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. I kept all of them. With all their excesses I kept them. I was able to keep them. Why? Because it's your prerogative. You chose them. You gave them to me. And I have kept them. And even Judas that betrayed me. The only reason I allowed it. Was because he chose to. And then I see that it is in line with scripture. That somebody has to betray me. The psalm is prophesied. And said, the one that I love, my own friend, that I ate with, betrayed me. That's all. That's the reason. Other than that, Father, they are all intact. They are all intact. They deserted me. They went fishing. I didn't desert them. I didn't desert them. Many times, people have walked away from me, but I didn't walk away from anyone. And I won't. Amen? Amen. You walk away. If you feel like you walk back, it's fine. My heart is open. Mm -hmm. The door is wide open. But sometimes people behave as though we chase them away. We We didn't chase anybody. There's not one person. That we have chased from this church. Amen. Amen. We have not chased one person. Hello. For the record. We didn't chase anybody. (laughs) I'm telling you. We didn't. Every single one of them. Left on their own. We didn't chase them. So, if they come back, please welcome them. Embrace them. We're family. Hmm? Most of them are out of offense, one thing or the other. But that's okay. We're not perfect. I mean, if Jesus, who was perfect, could not keep Judas. Ah! Who am I? <laughs> Hello? Who am I? I cannot apologize for who I am. I cannot, you know, there are just some things that, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a reality. So, th- the best thing is, listen, the Father chose us to be together. It's His prerogative. One thing you have the you have the ability to choose. Yeah, I mean, you have many things you can choose, but you can't choose your family. I yeah. said by marriage. Yeah, I yeah, said by marriage. But after that, you can't choose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he has made us family. Whoa. Look, okay, you might not like my smile, but you know you have that uncle in the family that <laughs> you understand that awkward uncle. You know those family moments when that uncle shows up. It's... But he's still your uncle. What do you do? Huh? Okay, you you maybe you you chose you chose you chose your wife. But then, you didn't choose who she came with. Yeah, you only chose her, and she came with a package. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. people. Yes. She came with this aunt, this uncle, this sister, this. He, she came with all of them. The moment you chose her, you've chosen everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't say, no, 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 I've only chosen this one, this one, I don't... No, 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 no. It's all part of family. It's all part of family. It's the Father's prerogative. So, and, and I am amazed that many Christians don't understand this and the the way they relate it's may God forgive us because we we think you think that you can choose who people should be mm-hmm. how, 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 who, who made you God Okay, are you the father you can't choose. It's interesting that many people, the father even spoke to them and told them, this is your family. But they have their own choice. And of course, it's fine. The father will allow you to choose, just like he allowed Judas to make his choice. Many people say that Judas betrayed Jesus because he was destined to betray Jesus. That's a lie. That's bad theology. He didn't betray Jesus because he was destined to betray Jesus. He chose to betray Jesus. He did not allow his heart to be right. He followed Jesus for three and a half years and he would not check his heart. His greed. He would not allow his heart to be disciplined. He would not allow the words of Jesus to settle in his heart. And then, because of that, Satan saw it conducive to enter into Judas. He was destined to be part of the foundation of the new Jerusalem. I'm telling you. That was his destiny, not to betray Jesus. But the Father had said it in the book of Psalms that Jesus was going to be betrayed. Any of the twelve could have betrayed him. I have news for you. Any of them could have betrayed him. But Judas chose to be the one. It it is not that God made it such that Judas would be the one. No. It was just destined that someone would betray him. And that's how destiny works. Whom he foreknew, he predestined. So God knew ahead of time the decisions people are going to make. He knew ahead of time. Glory to God. Amen. So, stop trying to micromanage people. And cause, you want them to be like you. Who are you? Huh? I yield the mold that came down from heaven that people should conform to. Touch someone and say, don't take too much on yourself. Yeah. That's how to get into trouble. I'm telling you. That's how to get into trouble. Just be yourself. Be the best you. And let others be themselves them be themselves. At the end of the day, everyone is going to give an account. Everyone is going to stand before God one day and he will account for himself. You know? Yeah. Do you know that I'm not going to give an account on how you live your life? I am so happy. <laughs> ay yeah yeah. So happy I won't have to do that. I won't have to do that. Yeah. How will I live with that kind of responsibility? I would have gone insane by now. Yeah. But the responsibility that I have is to ensure that you hear the truth. To ensure that I do not keep you in the dark. To ensure that you know what you are supposed to know. What you do with what you know is your responsibility. That's the great thing about my job. Yeah. So if you hear it and then you get offended, it's up to you. If you hear it and then you go and say something, it's up to you. If you hear it and you now apply it to your life, it's up to you. You decide. And guess what? I wasn't voted in. Oh. It's his prerogative. You can't, you can't vote me out. Come on. Yeah, I wasn't voted in. It's his prerogative. It's the father's prerogative. We're talking family talk now. Yeah? So, open your heart and embrace your brother. Embrace your sister. Receive them. Their family. Okay? Maybe you don't like the way they talk. It's okay. It's part of the mix. Yeah. Have you ever seen a salad bowl with just one... Huh? That's not salad. It's it's just spinach or lettuce or cabbage, or you know, not not salad. Yeah, but I'm telling you that you need me. I need you. We need each other. Amen. And when we begin to see that and embrace that and receive that, I'm telling you, we're going to be better people. We will be better people. We will grow. And we will be stronger. Hmm? Stronger together. We're stronger together. Yeah. So the father knows exactly what he's doing. If he chose this man. hmm, Peter, impulsive. Talks before he thinks. And ends up regretting after talking. And then James and John. Bornages. Sons of the thunder. That will call down fire. On people when they don't get their way. Wow. These are all part of the people the father chose for Jesus to lead. And to become apostles. <laughs> and the foundation of the new Jerusalem. <laughs> Imagine the kind of character. Matthew, the tax collector, and publican. Now, you need to understand that that was a, that's like the, in society, a publican was considered a sinner. So, he, the father chose a sinner, a tax collector who, he didn't even, he didn't mind, Rome, whatever you want, I will help you. Rome was oppressing Israel. Okay? An oppressive government. Matthew was working for Rome. So the Jews saw Matthew as a sellout. This is a sellout. He's working for the apartheid government. Yeah. Yeah. He's working for the apartheid government and he's collecting money from us to, to feed the go- apartheid government. To feed the oppressive government. So you can imagine his reputation in the society. That's who, Jesus, that's who the father chose. It's the father's prerogative. I, I, I don't understand. But that's what I see. That's the Father. So the Father does not think like us. But isn't that encouraging? At least that tells you there's room for you. (laughs) Isn't it? There's room for you. There's room for everybody. Just study those guys. There's room for every single one of us. I'm telling you. There's room for every one of us. I love that. I love that. The father is amazing. And he is the one that chose Andrew. You know, Andrew, Peter's brother. Andrew was the one that actually brought Peter. And then Peter took over. (laughs) Yeah. Because of his personality very strong dominant personality but Andrew was secure I don't have to be at the forefront That's okay yeah he's so he's so quiet you don't hear much about him but he's there he's right there as the foundation of the new Jerusalem in spite of the fact that he's not as vocal as Peter but he's there. the father's prerogative. Hmm? Think about them. Who else can I think of? Philip. Huh? Look at Philip. Philip, he brought Nathaniel. He brought Nathaniel to Jesus. And wh- what did Nathaniel say? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Anything good. Nathaniel, that's. So he didn't even acknowledge where Jesus came from. It's like, can anything good come out? It's like saying, can anything good come out of Nigeria? When When I'm introduced. Yeah. No, I've heard that before. That's why I'm saying it. It's my experience. Yeah. Can anything good come up? And Jesus sees Nathanael and says, Behold an, Israel, an Israelite in whom there is no guile. What? Did you hear what he just said? The Jesus says, no, there's no guile in him. There's no guile. In other words, an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. He says it as it is. The father needed that. Nathaniel is the one that later became Bartholomew. He became one of the twelve. The one that looks at it, and he just says it. doesn't care. He's not trying to impress anybody. If you're like that, you are welcome. Amen. Come on. Come on. you're welcome. Come on. Come on. Kuzai, you're welcome. Hallelujah. There's room for everyone. I just want... Need to see that the Father chose you even though people think you shouldn't be chosen. People think oh no, this person can't even keep to time. You are chosen. Amen. Come on, I don't want to call names. I don't want to call names. Just look straight. Yeah. There are some people that they say, when they say, um, 9 o'clock, I'm coming by 9 o'clock. I just know. 9 o'clock, that's when I go and take my shower. <laughs> because by 10 o'clock, they're on their way. I'm run- they will just send an SMS, I'm running late. It's, a- it's already 10. Come on. There is room for you. Yeah. Hallelujah. And if you will join us, yeah. you will improve. Yeah. You will start keeping to time. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. What about Simon the Zealot? Oh my God. Oh my that guy, that was the freedom fighter. You see, yeah, that's the freedom fighter, the EFF of the time. Yes, so the zealots were people that were so nationalistic. Do you understand? They're so nationalistic. They are the ones that are so patriotic. Anything to destroy Rome. That it's in order. Yeah. Anything to rebel against Rome, it's in order. You can count them in. That's part of who the Father chose. Can you see? The Father does not choose like we choose. He does not think like we think. No wonder Paul says, not many mighty are called. Yes? He uses the foolish things to confound the wise and the weak things to confound the strong and the mighty. Isn't that amazing? It's the Father's prerogative that you are part of His family. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Just tell someone, say, I'm chosen already, already. I am accepted. You better, me. you better accept me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. That's why the heart of the Father, we need the heart of the Father. You know the older brother and the prodigal son? That parable, I think, should have been called it should have been named after the father, not that son. Yeah, because they call it the, 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 the parable of the prodigal son. I don't, I don't think the son is the main person. It's the father. Yes, it's the father. The son goes... Father, give me my inheritance. Since you refuse to die, I've been waiting for you to die since you refused. I want my inheritance now. Give it to me now. Let's calculate everything. Did the math and said, Big brother, I'll catch you later. I'm going to enjoy my life. And he takes it and he goes away. He goes away. He spends it. He squanders it. He finishes it. And now he's competing with pigs for food. And then the Bible says he came to himself. That means when he was doing that, he was not himself. Now he came to himself and he says, By the way, none of my father's servants lives this kind of life. At least they have food to eat. They have accommodation. They have a decent life. They have clothing. I, I, I can't be suffering here. Let me go so my father will employ me. And he will pay me. Just for working for him. And he goes. And guess what? The father receives him as his son. Ha! The big brother is like, what kind of work is But you see, he didn't have the heart of his father. He didn't have the heart of his father. And many Christians don't have the heart of God. I'm ashamed to say it, but it's the truth. Many of us don't have the heart of the father. We destroy people. We kill people. We kill them with our words. We kill them with our gossip. How do you kill people? If I come and start telling him, you know, let's say you admire Pastor Ryan, mm-hmm. okay? You admire him. I mean, this guy, he's the best thing after his slice of bread. Yes. You know, this this guy, <laughs> piece of cake, okay, not right <laughs> He is the best person. He's the person, he loves God every time, you know, I see him, I'm just inspired. When I see him praising God, I want to praise God. When I see him, you know, praying, I want to pray. When I see him reaching out, I want to reach out. Hey, 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 you, just, you just admire him and then somebody now comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> huh? And and somebody comes to you and says, Do you know Pastor Ryan? And then he gives you he begins to tell you some things in your heart. It kills it kills him in your heart. Do you understand? It it it, it, it assassinates him in your heart. And in, his, in your heart, he's now dead. He's not the Pastor Ryan that you used to admire anymore. Now you see him. You just... Yeah, why? Because somebody has killed him. Are you getting my point? That's how many Christians are killing each other. They don't have the heart of the Father. And then after that, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And what about you? Yeah. Hmm? That's why 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, he says, love covers a multitude of sins. How can Peter say that? Why? He experienced it. Yeah. He experienced it. He knew when he denied the Lord. He knew the things he used to say about the Lord. This Master, what's wrong with you? How, how can you want to die? We're talking about establishing the empire here, our own empire. You, you are talking about dying. What's wrong with you? Stop that nonsense. We're going to destroy our dreams. Okay, what happens to my ambition now? I want to be the chief uh, apostle and king. <laughs> Huh? And now you're talking about dying. What, what has that got to do with what we are planning? The same Peter. Look at what he says. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For what? For love. love will cover a multitude of sins. That means if you have love for someone, when the person is sinning, your love can cover that sin. So you would see him beyond that sin. That sin is not his identity. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the heart of the Father. That's how Jesus related with them. That's how Jesus related with them. And Peter experienced it more than every one of them. Imagine great faith walking on water, one minute, the next minute he's sinking. With doubt and fear. What kind of extreme is that? You stepped out of the boat. Jesus, Master, if it's you, beg me to come. Jesus says, Come. He steps out. And he's walking. Come on. On water. On water. The wind comes. Boom. Brrr. Hey, Lord, Lord, save me. The same man. The extremes. But Jesus was able to still see beyond all of that. Yeah. The love covered that. And he carried him until his character was formed. He began to look like the father. Hallelujah. Until he got to a point that he is now stable. From, from, from Simon, who is a reed, to now Cephas. He calls him Cephas, a rock, a stone that is stable. You are not moved around, you know, by the wind anymore. Now you're solid. So solid that when it's time for him to die, he says, no problem. Crucify me, but crucify me upside down. I don't want to be like my Lord. I I don't deserve to die exactly like him. (laughs) What a transformation. See how how the Lord carried him through all those excesses until he got to a point where he's now strong and stable and he can encourage the other believers. He can speak to them and say, Guys, this is how we're supposed to love one another. Saint Peter, I mean, this is the Peter that Paul rebuked because he didn't want to be seen eating with Gentiles. Saint Peter, Paul had to go and rebuke him. Eh? Who? What is wrong with you, Apostle? Huh? Senior Apostle Peter, you, 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 you are being hypocritical, and he. He, he received that rebuke. Adjusted. And now, it's part of the foundation of the new Jerusalem. It's the Father's prerogative. The Father has chosen you. And I cannot look at you because you made a mistake, write you off. What kind of nonsense is that? Where did that come from? It's not from the Father. That's another nature. It's not the Father's DNA. So don't be quick to write people off. Amen? Amen. God is going to send many people into our lives. God is going to bring many people. We must have the heart of the Father. And I believe that if we don't develop this, the Father cannot trust us with more people. Okay? Let's stand up on our feet. Thank you, Father. Why don't you just thank the Father for His will. Thank Him. Father, we thank You. Thank You for choosing. For choosing us. Thank You for making us who we are. Thank You. Thank You. Forgive us for the times that we have destroyed people. Forgive us for the times, oh my Father, that we have written people off whom you have not finished working on. Forgive us, forgive us. Give us your kind of heart. Help us to love like you. Help us, help us to receive people the way you receive them. Mighty God, we thank you, Jesus. Help us, help us. Oh, my Lord and my God, let the heart of the Father be revealed in us. We want to have your kind of heart, Father. We want to be like you. I want to be like you. I want to be a vessel you walk through. I want to be just like you, Father. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not saying... I'm not advocating compromise. But what I'm saying is that... We need to be loving. Even when people are wrong. Amen? Amen. Even if you are going to correct somebody... If you do it with the wrong attitude... It's not going to produce results. Just like a parent will chastise his child but it doesn't mean he hates the child. Am I correct? We have to be like that. The Bible says if your brother be overtaken by fault Galatians 6.1 You who are spiritual restore that person in the spirit of meekness lest you also be tempted because you are likely to be tempted in the same way. So do it with that humility and meekness just ask the father to help you to be meek lord help me lord help me to be meek help me to be meek i want to be like you to so walk in meekness mighty god i don't want to i don't, I, I don't want to destroy people because they made mistakes Even when I have to correct people, I want to be able to do it in love. I want to be able to do it in a way that it is restorative, in a way that it restores them, not destroys them. My Lord and my God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you for everyone here and everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray for this grace. I pray, oh Father, for your heart to be manifested in every single one of us. We are still growing, we are still learning, we are still developing. I ask that you would help us to develop these qualities. That people will be safe around us. Even if they are in, imperfect, even if they make mistakes, they should be safe around us. Help us, Lord. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Help us not to. Use people's past to predict their future. Help us to see your will concerning the people. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from every nation midrand. For other life changing messages and more information, log on to www everynationmidrand.org